The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's an Advent Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Tuesday of the third week of Advent in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. John of the Cross, priest and doctor of the church. Born in 1542, ordained a Carmelite priest in 1567, John met Teresa of Avila and like her, vowed himself to the primitive rule of the Carmelites. With Teresa and in his own right, John engaged in the work of reform and came to experience the price. Opposition, misunderstanding, persecution, imprisonments. In this dying of imprisonment, John came to life, uttering poetry. In the darkness of the dungeon, John's spirit came into the light. There are many mystics, many poets. John is unique as a mystic poet, expressing in his prison cross the ecstasy of mystical union with God in the spiritual canticle. John of the Cross died in 1591. St. John of the Cross, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound Reverence, I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. Well, today Jesus proposes an account of a father with two sons. And he wants to see what exactly we think of this situation where this father asks his sons to go into the vineyard, presumably to do some pretty back-breaking work. One says, yes, yes, he will go, but then he ends up not going. The other says, no way, but in the end changes his mind and he does go. So the Lord asks, which one was the better one? And by that he meant which one really did the will of his father. And everyone there with Jesus spontaneously says that the one who did in the end go into the, into the vineyard, he is the one who did his father's will. Indeed, which one of these two reflects your life, my life, as you listen to these two options? Option A or option B? Or option one or option two? So option one. Did you at some point say to Jesus, yes. I'm excited about working in your vineyard. That is, being an apostle of the kingdom, 
maybe got you got your initial formation or, or learned about the faith and catechism, perhaps at, at school or maybe at home from your parents. But it could be that gradually over the years, well, you've let things slide and that enthusiasm has perhaps been mitigated. And bit by bit, your joy in serving the Lord sort of began to cool. And other preoccupations have, have maybe slipped in, maybe financial worries, tiredness and facing the day, just just plain anxiety from facing daily difficulties of life. And of course, you may have had faith, but we we sometimes let slip some frivolity or in our behavior. That is, uh, we don't sufficiently really value the Christian life. It becomes a bit, well, we become a bit silly or, or puerile or scatterbrain, becomes sluggish or maybe capricious. And, um, and in some way we're saying no to our Lord. We said yes at first, we learned it, but in some way we're saying no. Bishop Alvaro del Portillo would speak of this as, as lukewarmness. Surely this is what has happened to the first son who said yes right away, but then with time didn't go to the vineyard. I think that first son indeed became lukewarm. Bishop Alvaro described this as a sickness of the will, not a sickness of the liver or the pancreas. It's, it's a sickness of the will. And he would describe some of the symptoms of this sickness. He would say, well, irritability appears when faced with the slightest demands or sacrifice in the apostolate or in just in the Christian life. Then complaints are made for no real reason. It's another symptom, complaints. We often find ourselves complaining. Or another symptom, conversation becomes empty or rather self-centered. He said, because one of the signs of lukewarmness, he said, is found in that non cogitare nisi de se. That is, not thinking of anything but of oneself. And the external expression of this is non loqui nisi de se. Not speaking of anything but of oneself. That's a sign of lukewarmness. And one of the clearest signs is an unwillingness to make the effort to match the demands of our, of our Christian vocation especially in small things, right? not caring too much about little details of order or kindness or, or finishing work well. So to counter this tendency, we can offer the Lord little, maybe little micro bursts of energy, like, like deciding not to go on Instagram right? or when you're waiting in line, don't look at the phone, sit and just stand there and pray. Pray, pray for somebody in the family who needs it, or, or pray for a friend, or pray for the Holy Father. Hmm? Or, you know, decide in that moment, okay, I'm not going to go to YouTube. Hmm? Or put things away, and don't let disorder overtake you. These are little penances that we can do. They're like little yeses to our Lord. Hmm? And they are concrete signs of our love for God, uh, God your Father. Hey, where we, we forgo that extra, I don't know, extra bubble tea. And uh, not another coffee between meals, or, or even something like resisting the temptation to take a nap, even if we are a bit tired in the afternoon or something. And these are all signs that we can mitigate the temptation or 
this falling into lukewarmness. That's, that's option number one, the danger of saying yes at first, but then slipping into a no, which is expressed in lukewarmness. Then there's option two, well, which is, I think, much better. This is, this option, maybe you started kind of far away, not too focused on the faith. In a certain way, you said no to our Lord, like that other son, no to this gentle invitation uh, to have him in your life. Perhaps you began, began life really focused on career and human success, and you worked really hard, and you got a certain amount of recognition even, and even you know, appearances were really, really important to you, being like, like the first in class. And, but then, well, then over time, there's a sense that this doesn't fully satisfy your deepest desires. And then slowly you come to understand what is truly the important thing in life. Perhaps somebody was an instrument to awaken within you a deeper sense of truth and opened up horizons of, about the faith, lived in a more um, coherent way and, and through a path of greater integrity. And this can lead to a greater examination of conscience and whether or not you're really living out uh, the, your life as a man or a woman of God. And bit by bit, you realize that God still has an open invitation and that you want to start saying yes. And like that other son who started saying no, but, you know, you do end up going to the vineyard and you do end up saying yes by going to that vineyard. It's really a question of your will and God's grace. Remember that lovely story from the life of St. Therese of Lisieux when her sister came to them, to her and all her other sisters, because she felt she was too old to be playing with toys. And she brought a basket of toys that she had, and she said, here, my little sisters, you choose what you want. Just take whatever you want. Choose, she told them. Choose. So Céline, which was one of uh, Thérèse's sisters, she chose a ball of wool that was lying there on top that pleased her very much, and she walked off with this lovely ball of wool. And Thérèse, Saint Thérèse of Lisieux, went over and said, I choose everything. And without further ceremony, she just took the whole basket. And nobody thought that this was surprising at all. And Thérèse said, well, when perfection was set before me, I understood that to become a saint, one has to suffer much, seek out always the most perfect thing to do, and forget self. Forget self. I understood too that there were many degrees of perfection, and each soul was free to respond to the advances of our Lord, to do little or to do much for him. In a word, to choose among the sacrifices he was asking. Then, as in the days of my childhood, I cried out, My God, I choose all. I choose all. I don't want to be a saint by halves. I'm not afraid to suffer for you. I fear only one thing, to keep my own will. So take it, for I choose all that you will. That's a, it's a beautiful expression. St. Therese said, I don't want to be a saint by halves. And she didn't say, I don't want to suffer. She didn't say, I don't want to be rejected. She, didn't, she did not think of the, of the hardships that could happen to her and, uh, and, and find ways of fleeing from them. You know, to be a saint by halves is a kind of a low energy resolve to stay within the perimeters of what you might call 
comfortable mediocrity. Hmm? Comfortable mediocrity. Are you that kind of low energy in your dedication to the Lord? In some ways, you would be saying no to our Lord to go out into the, into the vineyard. Lord, I don't want to be that kind of low energy. Grant me really that desire to say yes, to choose all. To be like that son, like that daughter, that maybe at first we said no. Maybe we have said no throughout our life. But now we want to say yes, I want to work in your vineyard, especially now during this time of, of Advent. Hey, there are many ways in which we can offer little penances. There are ways of saying, yes, Lord, I want to be loyal to you and to your will. Our Blessed Mother will help us. She will help us to choose all. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour on Daybreak. On the memorial of St. John of the Cross, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord. Fount of all wisdom, Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. 
day listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia! Glory to the Father and to the Son. And to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, fount of all wisdom. Alleluia. Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so the wicked shall perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name, make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exult at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God, Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. 
The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight while you are at rest among the sheepfolds. At home the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountains where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death. And God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood, and the tongues of your dog shall take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Our Our God God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary, the singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes at the head, Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. God is to be feared in His holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. 
He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. See the name of the Lord coming from afar, in burning wrath with lowering clouds. His lips are filled with fury, his tongue is like a consuming fire. His breath, like a flood in a ravine that reaches suddenly to the neck, will winnow the nations with a destructive winnowing, and with repeated winnowings will he battle against them, and a bridle on the jaws of the people to send them astray. The Lord will make his glorious voice heard, and let it be seen how his arm descends in raging fury and flame of consuming fire, in driving storm and hail. When the Lord speaks, Assyria will be shattered as he strikes with the rod, while at every sweep of the rod which the Lord will bring down on him in punishment, you will sing as on a night when a feast is observed, and be merry of heart as one marching along with a flute toward the mountain of the Lord, toward the rock of Israel, accompanied by the timbrels and lyres. For the pyre has long been ready, prepared for the king. Broad and deep it is piled, with dry grass and wood in abundance. And the breath of the Lord, like a stream of sulfur, will set it afire. Thus says the Lord to me, As a lion or a lion cub, growling over its prey with a band of shepherds assembled against it, is neither frightened by their shouts nor disturbed by their noise. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to wage war upon the mountain and hill of Zion. Like hovering birds, so the Lord of hosts shall shield Jerusalem to protect and deliver, to spare and rescue it. Return, O children of Israel, to him whom you have utterly deserted. On that day, each one of you shall spurn his sinful idols of silver and gold, which he made with his hands. Assyria shall fall by a sword not wielded by man. No mortal sword shall devour him. He shall flee before the sword, and his young men shall be impressed as laborers. He shall rush past his crag in panic, and his princes shall flee in terror from his standard, says the Lord who has a fire in Zion and a furnace in Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord. The Lord of hosts will come down upon Mount Zion. Like Like birds birds on the wings, so will the Lord protect Jerusalem, covering and rescuing it. 
Your song will befit a night of profound holiness, and your heart will be full of joy. Like Like birds birds on the wing, so will the Lord protect Jerusalem, covering and rescuing it. From a Spiritual Canticle by St. John of the Cross, Priest The holy doctors have uncovered many mysteries and wonders, and devout souls have understood them in this earthly condition of ours. Yet the greater part still remains to be unfolded by them, and even to be understood by them. We must then dig deeply in Christ. He is like a rich mine with many pockets containing treasures. However deep we dig, we will never find their end or their limit. Indeed, in every pocket, new seams of fresh riches are discovered on all sides. For this reason, the Apostle Paul said of Christ, In him are hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and knowledge of God. The soul cannot enter into these treasures nor attain them unless it first crosses into and enters the thicket of suffering, enduring interior and exterior labors, and unless it first receives from God very many blessings in the intellect and in the senses, and has undergone long spiritual training. All these are lesser things, disposing the soul for the lofty sanctuary of the knowledge of the mysteries of Christ. This is the highest wisdom attainable in this life. Would that men might come at last to see that it is quite impossible to reach the thicket of the riches and wisdom of God, except by first entering the thicket of much suffering in such a way that the soul finds there its consolation and desire. The soul that longs for divine wisdom chooses first and in truth to enter the thicket of the cross. St. Paul therefore urges the Ephesians not to grow weary in the midst of tribulation but to be rooted and grounded in love, so that they may know with all the saints the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth, to know what is beyond knowledge, the love of Christ, so as to be filled with all the fullness of God. The gate that gives entry into these riches of His wisdom is the cross because it is a narrow gate, while many seek the joys that can be gained through it, it is given to few to desire to pass through it. No eye can see, no ear can hear, no heart can imagine the the marvels that that God has prepared prepared for for those who who love Him. Yet God has revealed them to us through His Spirit, the marvels that God has prepared for those who love Him. O God, 
who gave the priest St. John an outstanding dedication to perfect self-denial and love of the cross, grant that, by imitating him closely at all times, we may come to contemplate eternally your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 20 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. John of the Cross, priest and doctor of the church. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the scribes and Pharisees that prostitutes and tax collectors are getting into the kingdom of God before them, and he explains why. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. He went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? The first. Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the harlots believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward repent and believe him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Jesus is fully God and fully man. That's a mystery, something that we'll never fully understand in this life. And we call it the hypostatic union. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Jesus came to us from the Father, but he was born for us of a woman. When the time had fully come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, says St. Paul. The prophets announced that the Messiah will come down from heaven like rain and grow from the earth like a seed. He will be mighty God and at the same time a child, a son. I am from above, Jesus says of himself. And at the same time he is born from the seed of David. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. He will be born on earth, on this earth of ours. In the Gospel of the Mass of Christmas Eve, we read the human genealogy of Jesus. The Holy Spirit wants to show us how the Messiah is related to one family and one people, and through them to the whole of humanity. In her womb, Mary shared her own blood with Jesus, the blood of Adam of fairies, of Solomon. The Word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. He became man, but that does not mean he stopped being God. Jesus Christ is perfect man and perfect God. 
When, after his resurrection, our Lord miraculously entered through closed doors and appeared so inexplicably, a disciple might have thought that Jesus was a kind of spirit. So he himself dispelled such doubts forever. He said to them, Handle me and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see that I have. And then they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate before them. John was there and, as on so many other occasions, saw him eat. After that, he could never lose his overwhelming certainty of that flesh which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and touched with our hands. God became man in Mary's womb. He did not suddenly appear on earth like a heavenly vision, but became a real man like us, taking our human nature in the pure womb of a woman. In this way, his eternal generation, his divinity, the pre-existence of the Word, is distinguished from his birth in time. Jesus, in his divinity, is mysteriously begotten, not made, by the Father through all eternity. In his humanity, however, he was born, was made, from the Blessed Virgin Mary at one definite moment in human history. Because of this, the Blessed Virgin, being the mother of Jesus Christ, who is God, is truly the mother of God, as the Council of Ephesus defined as a dogma of the faith. We look at the baby who will be born in a few days in Bethlehem of Judea, and we know very well that he is the key, the center, and the purpose of the whole of man's history. On this child depends our whole existence on earth and in heaven, and he wants us to treat him with friendship and complete confidence. He became so small in order that we should not be afraid to come close to him. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Twelve minutes before the hour, time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord you, you have, have blessed your land. You, you have, have forgiven the sins of your people. O oh Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life, that your people may rejoice in you. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. 
The Lord will make us prosper, and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Our misery is known to us. May no evil desires prevail over us, for your glory and love dwell in our hearts. Lord, Lord, you you have have blessed your land. You You have have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth, the path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns upon the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us, for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exalt, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. And and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Be gracious and bless us, Lord, and let your face shed its light on us, so that we can make you known with reverence and bring forth a harvest of justice. Lord, Lord, let let the the light light of of your your face shine shine upon us. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Simply I learn about wisdom. 
and ungrudgingly do I share. Her riches I do not hide away. For to men she is an unfailing treasure. Those who gain this treasure win the friendship of God, to whom the gifts they have from discipline commend them. Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Let Let the the peoples peoples proclaim the wisdom wisdom of the saints. With joyful praise let the church tell forth the the wisdom wisdom of the saints. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Let Let the peoples proclaim the wisdom of the saints. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all, all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who are learned will be as radiant as the sky in all its beauty. Those who instruct the people in goodness will shine like the stars for all eternity. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who gave the priest St. John an outstanding dedication to perfect self-denial and love of the cross, grant that, by imitating him closely at all times, we may come to contemplate eternally your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.